Hey everybody, welcome to TIW Podcast. I'm Eric, and today I watch WWE Payback 2020, which was broadcast on August 30th, 2020. Um, I really like this show overall. Um, my predictions, I got all of them right as far as match results. My predictions about Retribution, not so much. But there's still time. We could still we could still have Roman Reigns as as the leader of this Retribution crew, or maybe it's Seth Rollins, or maybe it's somebody else. I don't know. But um, I'm excited to find out. Hopefully, we get more on that this week. But uh, we open up the show with the kickoff, on which we had the Riot Squad, Ruby Riot, and Liv Morgan versus the Iconics, Peyton Royce and Billy Kay. Uh, Let's see. Uh, Billy tries to to get. Um, she tries to claim that Ruby hit Liv Morgan, knocking her off of the apron at one point. Uh, they're really bullying it, bullying her. Liv starts to cry a little bit, but then she decides, "No, I don't believe it." She tags in, destroys the Iconics. Um, there's this great uh, double stomp that was like so brutal awesome and um all kinds of other stuff like that that uh springboard thing that she does uh it's like a i don't even know what to call it but um yeah it was great live was great the other the others were all great as well but uh i thought live was the breakout performer of this match and the riot squad gets a win a much needed win Get that momentum going, and maybe they can go after the tag titles very soon. Um, then the first match of the the regular show was Apollo Cruz versus Bobby Lashley. Lashley won via Nelson from the Simpsons. Um, he's the new United States champion, and that is pretty cool. Um, then we had backstage. Paul tries to get into Roman Reigns' locker room, but Caleb Braxton is blocking the door. He gets pretty annoyed. He says, he, he said he'll sign. He'll sign. Like, stop bothering me. And then she bothers him again later. He says, just stop it. It's going to be fine. And we'll get to that. Uh, JBL tries to get Keith Lee to invest in a hedge fund. And Keith is like, what? No. It's And you need a million dollars to start? No. Just get out of here. And then JBL seems to like kind of threaten him. Like, you're going up against Randy Orton, you legend killer. He's the best. And Keith Lee is like, nah, that's fine. Um, everybody's like, every, anytime anybody is threatening in this uh, episode of Payback, uh, the other person's like, eh, nah, it's fine. Uh, then we had Big E versus Sheamus. Excellent match. Big E wins via the big ending, and there is much rejoicing. I want to see biggie fight for the universal championship i want to see biggie win the universal championship that would be great um a new interviewer called elise ashton interviews matt riddle backstage um i thought she had uh, some alexis rose uh mannerisms from uh the the tv show that i won't say the name of uh blanks creek but uh, just with like her hand motions and stuff like that, I thought uh, she reminded me a lot of Lexus. Um, then we had uh, Baron Corbin versus Matt Riddle 
King King Corbin versus King of Bros, uh, and Riddle uh, won via a. What did I write down here? What is the first thing? Oh, bro to sleep. I was like B twenty five. This isn't bingo. Um, and then a floating bro. Um, and then after the match, Corbin attacks him backstage, throwing him into a table full of food. I think it was. I think it was a catering table. I'm not sure. Um, then we had Sasha Banks and Bailey defend their their tag team titles versus uh, Nia Jax and Shayna Baszler. Um, I thought it was interesting that Nia came out wearing like a Tamina shirt. I wondered why a little bit. We got uh, we got an appearance by Tamina last week uh, or just two nights ago. So that was kind of cool that she was wearing her shirt. But uh, Nia Jax and Shayna Baszler, they win because Shayna Baszler is amazing. She hits a, a, a Muda lock and a, a Kirafuda clutch at the same time. And then when Sasha Banks is trying to uh, keep Bailey from tapping out, or maybe she was trying to help Bailey otherwise, but uh, so, um, Shayna just grabs her arm and uses uses sasha's arm to wrap around um bailey's throat it's pretty pretty awesome those the like more, that has to be the coolest submission finish that i've ever seen it was great um so i'm really happy for naya and shana because i mean i i was expecting them to win uh particularly because shana is really good but uh, I was not expecting it to be that cool, so I am uh, I'm definitely happy about that. Uh, and then we're we're one step closer to Bailey and Sasha turning on each other. One turning on the other, maybe they both turn on each other at the same time, and they're like, "Oh, we're we, we're on the same page, best friends." And then it's put off even longer. Uh, but I want to see them fight each other in Hell in a Cell. That would be fantastic but that's two pay-per-views away the next pay-per-view is clash of champions on september 27th uh that seems so far away it's four times as long the wait as uh the wait between SummerSlam and payback so it's gonna it's gonna feel it already feels like an eternity um, then we had Keith Lee versus Randy Orton. Fantastic match. Keith Lee wins via Spirit Bomb. He that that yeah man, how cool is that? How cool is that? Amazing. Um, so, but the, of course, everybody's talking about uh, his entrance gear primarily, and the yeah, and the the music. But I I am hopeful that the music will be uh, finalized soon that they'll have new music probably not to, if they had it if they had it ready for tonight then i don't know why they didn't have it ready for yesterday so i don't think they're going to have it this week but hopefully next week we'll get the new music the the most jarring thing like the music it, i mean it's it's okay but if Keith Lee is going to be going after the, the, the WWE championship or really any championship, he's got to have, he's got to have cooler music. And the, uh, but the main thing is that they do use the same opening as his original music, 
but then it just transitions and it or whatever it is i don't even know how the music goes it's just very uh just like a rock rock band loop and uh that transition that transition is so uh abrupt it is not it's not a smooth transition in any way unless you can oh there isn't the sound it maybe it would even sound better if there's like glass shattering or some type of sound effect that like just stops the like a not a record scratch oh my gosh who suggested a record scratch get out of here but i think that's the biggest thing with that that current music It, it and it and the and the music is not good but it does not help at all that it's an abrupt. I, why am I? I spent so much time just talking about this, but may, maybe record scratch would help. Uh, then we had a fantastic. I think this is my favorite. My favorite moment from the pay per view. My favorite wrestling moment was the finish to uh, the women's tag titles. That was so cool. But my favorite overall match had to be. Rey Mysterio and Dominic versus Seth Rollins and Buddy Murphy. Man, this th- these guys have been throwing down the last couple pay-per-views. It's all been like hardcore matches so far. So to see them in a regular tag team match, no chairs, no kendo sticks, no gouging of eyes, although that was a threat at one point. That almost happened again, but uh, there's no uh, eye penetration. And uh, to see just a just a regular match with these four guys was fantastic. Also, Seth accidentally gets kicked in the head. He, he tells Murphy, he says, kick him in the head. And then he gets him set up for it. I think it's Ray that he's getting set up for it. Ray gets dodges, escapes the, the, the grasp of Seth, and Murphy ends up kicking Seth right in the head instead. And uh, that leads to his downfall. We get a huge 619 followed by a frog slash by Dominic. And he pins Murphy for the win. Um, So, yeah. Really great. Really great. Um, Go check out this match. And it's so cool to see father and son in the ring together just throwing down. It's awesome. And then we get to our main event the fiend makes his entrance but braun attacks during that entrance so the fiend is the only one who actually gets a proper entrance they brawl for a while they do some crazy stuff then in including a superplex off of the ring off of the uh out of the corner of the ring posts which destroys the ring sends charles robin flying out of there and then Roman Reigns walks out. He he still has the same music. Uh, everybody's kind of hoping, ah, maybe he'll have new music. Maybe that's still in the works as well. But, um, oh, also before Roman Reigns shows up, we see Alexa backstage watching, kind of smitten with the fiend, it seems like. Um, or she's smitten with Braun. I don't know. Could be either one. Uh, but Roman comes in, Paul Heyman at his side. He has that contract. Roman finally signs the contract. I guess the change was that he could sign the contract at any time until the finish of the match, maybe. Otherwise, any other changes, I don't see what would even matter. 
Um, but I think that that, that that had to be the change, the main change that they made. So he goes in there, he tries to pin them right away. They kick out because they had just like fallen down. Uh, they had some time to recover after the ring exploded. Um, they're, they're a monster and a fiend. They're not going to be taken down that easily. But uh, the fiend gets taken out of the picture. Uh, and the, the Braun Strowman is still there. He, he gets up. Roman spears him. And pins Braun Strowman for the win. So the fiend loses the championship without actually getting pinned. That kind of protects him there. I'm fine with that. And Braun Strowman had just been thrown into the ring, destroying the ring, and gets speared, and some other stuff. He he gets beaten the crap out of with a chair as well. Um, So, yeah. I I liked it. It was good. It was good. I admit, if this was Brock Lesnar who just showed up, and did exactly the same thing. Be pretty frustrated. And so I understand those who are frustrated with Roman doing exactly the same kind of thing Brock Lesnar would have done. But I I'm I'm super excited to see where this is going. Um Roman Reigns I'm I'm still not completely sure if Roman Reigns is a heel cuz again, he's fighting two evil beings. And the monster Braun Strowman and the fiend Bray Wyatt. So it could be he, it could be a good guy still. I don't know. We'll see on 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 Friday. Oh man, we have to wait till Friday to find out more. Such a long wait. So um, there you go. I really liked it. I hope everybody enjoyed at least one of the matches. Like I feel like if there's at least one really great match then I liked the pay-per-view. This had eight great matches. Like, I couldn't even choose which one I liked the least. I think maybe Corbin versus Riddle. That one I didn't pay the most attention to, but it was still a solid match. And man, uh, that opening match, the the kickoff match, that, that one was great. Cruiser versus Lashley is great. Man, this pay-per-view, like, if they if they had a pay-per-view this quality every week, yeah, do it every every single Sunday with, like, no build-up be- from the last pay-per-view. Or, like, all the build-up from the last pay-per-view. It was basically SummerSlam Part 2. Um, but I don't, it, I don't think it would have worked as a two-night Saturday-Sunday thing because there is a lot of stuff that happens on the Monday and Friday connecting them. Uh, uh, sure. It could have all that could have been worked into like the kickoff for the next night, etc. But I thought this was great. So there you go. Let me know what you thought about payback by tweeting me at TIW podcast, go to TIWpodcast.com for more reviews. If you enjoyed this episode or anything else on the site, Please share some links with your friends. Subscribe on iTunes, Spotify, Stitcher, YouTube, wherever you like to listen. Stay safe out there in all of the infinite multiverses. And I will see you next time here on TIW Podcast. Bye.